The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofa. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, returning guest Charlie Clawson, uh, Ryan Sickler. Hello. Hello, Will Anderson. It's very exciting to have you back. We've tried a couple of times, but um, I'm glad you could finally get back on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be back. I'm excited that you're back. Now, have you been watching any of the World Cup uh, football? Absolutely, 100%. Man, I was never a soccer fan. In fact, I've been a person who over the years, because I follow a thing called Australian Rules Football, which I consider to be the most exciting game in the world, and I never got soccer to the point where I say soccer a lot more than people would like me to say. Um, <laughs> for, for a country that calls it football? Well, yeah. we're, we're a bit half soccer, half football, mm. you know, because we have like three other football codes, which we all call football. What, so, which, what do we call rugby? What do you call it? Okay, so this, this, this is, it already gets more confusing, but okay. here we go. There's two types of I rugby. love being completely ignorant on your show. No, it's great. I love it <laughs> because uh, we have a lot of international listeners as well, so I always feel like I'm not just explaining it to you. I'm right, explaining but, it to them. Okay, great. Right. You, but so, you have to remind me because I will forget. Let's come back to something I saw on cricket that I wanted to tell you. Right. Well, we'll about. get there naturally, man, okay. because, you know, we're going to talk about sport for a little while here and we'll, we'll, we'll bring them back, that back to cricket. So let's start with this. In Australia, there are four brands of what you could call football. We've got four footies. We've only got 22 million people, but we've got four fucking footballs. <laughs> yeah, Australia. Footies, okay. <laughs> well done, right? Yeah, footy. Uh, that's what we call it too. Sorry. I know that's weird overseas. No, I, I'm but putting we call it all footy. together. Okay. Right. So um, the one that I support is Australian Rules Football, AFL. It's an indigenous game that was invented in Australia. It is not rugby, despite the fact that when I tell people overseas that I support AFL, they assume I mean rugby. Then in Australia, there are two types of rugby, just to confuse you some more. Now... I'm not just explaining this bit to international people. I'm explaining this bit to some people in Australia oh, who good. don't understand right. there's a difference between the two types of rugby. Uh, rugby union uh, is what they would call rugby. So if you said to me, I'm going to watch the rugby, you, you would be talking about rugby union. So as an American, if I said rugby, the, the way they play it in the colleges and universities here, that's what you call rugby union. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Rugby union. Okay. So that's, so, but we would call that rugby. There's another one called rugby league. Right now, rugby league. Basically, rugby league was like, yeah, we love what you're doing, rugby union. But what if the game was like more exciting and more commercial, and we got rid of all your boring rules and we made it like so? It's the commercial game. It's the, I guess it's the WWE. Fair enough. You know, gotcha. it's it's the big mainstream sure. one. It might not even be the best one or the original one, but it's the showbiz one. Rugby league, right? So rugby league was predominantly played in New South Wales and Queensland, which is kind of like the top end of Australia. And Australian rules football was kind of played in the bottom end of Australia. Would you say, where do all the players want to play? Oh, what sport? Well, which 
the union or the league? League, because league's because where the league money pays is. all the fucking right. money. But the purists, the purists play rugby okay. union. Gotcha. And if you went to like a fancy school, they played rugby union. Really? And if you went to like a more like you know working class school, they played rugby league. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. So that's basically the difference, right? But if you're from Victoria or South Australia or Western Australia, which are AFL states, by the way, this seems to be a plane <laughs> about to fly into my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it's carrying a rugby team. <laughs> I don't know if people can hear this, but oh, so the people that Ethan Hawke had to eat in that movie where they crashed in the mountains? Yeah, yeah. They were a rugby team. Rugby union. Union, okay. They played they rugby were purists. union. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you're talking about which ones were the cannibals, rugby union. All right. If they'd and, been league, they might have had a better fucking plane, man. Right, yeah. yeah they played with a crash. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they would have had a private jet. They wouldn't have been flying exactly. with a bunch of other they people. Old coach. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing about the rugby union players is when they ate the other people, they would have done it with impeccable manners. <laughs> they would have known which forks to start with, what an entree was. They would have maybe even got Proper. a sm- small one as an amuse-bouche. They would have had some, you know. Yeah, some right. etiquette. And some etiquette about it. And that's what you support, union. No. No. So, I know, it gets confusing. Okay, so, all right. All right. So, so I support Australian rules football. Oh, that's right. AFL. Uh, which is the indigenous Australian game. Then there is... But can you tell me what is the... what? How does that differ? What do, what do they do differently in that game that they're not doing? Okay, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> now let's get unnecessarily complicated. Uh, rugby and rugby union are, are, are very similar in a way. Uh, so, oh, sorry, rugby union and rugby league. So in Australia, I, I, I needed to point this out as well. If you're talking about rugby league, you would say either rugby league or league. Okay. You wouldn't say rugby. Because if you say rugby, you're referring to rugby union. Got a lot of people in Australia don't even know that, including sports commentators in Victoria really? who should know that. It annoys me all the time. Because I'm a person who grew up in Victoria, which was an AFL state, but have spent 15 years living in an NRL state, a rugby league state. Okay. So I get when they go, oh, in the rugby. It's not rugby. That's rugby union. <laughs> you racists. <I'm> racists. <laughs> so... <laughs> then, uh, basically, uh, their game's played in lines, much like uh, in the NFL, where you've got two teams uh, that are coming uh, uh, in different directions, right? So, in rugby and rugby union, you're only allowed to pass backwards as opposed to the NFL, where you can, like, obviously pass forwards. But you start in lines that are separate from each other, and there's a gap between you. That's how the game is played. So, rugby and rugby union are played in lines. You're trying okay. to advance forward against a line. Right, so there's no off. You can, you can be offside, you know, mm-hmm. very much like you know the world game football. Yes. There's an offside rule. You're going in one direction, and there's a defence trying to keep you from that direction. Uh, Australian rules football is a 360 game, oh. so yeah, it's played on a giant oval, and players can play wherever they want to play. Right, so there's 18 aside, so there's 36 players. Yeah. On the field at a time, and that like the midfielders will run up to like twenty kilometers a game, which is like I guess fourteen miles or something like that. Damn. And yeah, it, and it's an amazing game, and it, you can get hit from any direction. And they don't wear padding, like it's insane. And they score like on average probably ten or twelve goals a game, oh, so, like yeah. each side. So it's like exciting. Right, and, yeah, you're yeah. not seeing a one nothing World Cup match, right? right. Which was always my thing about soccer yeah. slash football. Yes. To get back to my point was. Just make the goals bigger yeah. or something. Like, because it's just not quite exciting enough. But I got up this morning. We're recording this on a Friday morning. And I got up this morning and I experienced an emotion that I've never experienced in my life. 
I was disappointed that there wasn't soccer on. Yeah. Because it's an amazing like timing here in LA that like the first game of the day starts at like 9am and like then you can watch like, well, I can watch because I've been, you know, doing gigs at night and, you know, around the house during the day. I've been watching like three games of like world-class soccer a day. It's fantastic. I just moved, and that's what I've been doing. I put that on, and then I'm starting to put shit away, you know? And, you know, I grew up playing soccer. I I started playing American football, and then Uh when my parents got divorced, soccer was like the only sport they could get us to, and they were like, fuck it. That's If you want to play something, it's that. We're like, all right. So we ended up (laughs) Was it your dream? No, it was local. (laughs) It was was convenient. Like a walk. Yeah. It Uh, was nearby. (laughs) That's just the truth. <laughs> it's so the truth. I love the idea if you became a superstar, though, and you'd be like, I'd like to dedicate this to convenience. <laughs> convenience. <laughs> and short distances. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I started playing uh-huh. soccer, and I just I fell in love with the game. But yep. And lucky for us, uh, early on, we had a coach who was a big fan of the Germans, mm-hmm. and he would bring VHS well, just, You over. mean just in... Soccer. Right. Just soccer. Say, yeah. Yeah. We had be. these weird uniforms. <laughs> we were in this fucking old, wool oh trench coats. Oh, my God. We were, I mean, we were well-trained. <laughs> we were very well-trained. We were dedicated. We had a weird celebratory arm gesture that some people weren't comfortable with, but and the fact that he was like, I can't wait until you're 13 and can grow a tiny mustache, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was a weird thing for him to say to us. Our captain's armband was very controversial (laughs) (laughs) very controversial uh but yeah he he just fell in love with them so he brought these vhs over Uh and he taught us to play the triangle system oh yeah right early on so we were lucky and man you were like the mighty ducks we were lucky yeah we were were like even the best part of it is our group of kids was the one that didn't make the popular team in town. Oh, they cut. Okay. They were very clicky. Right. So they cut all of us. So you were like us. the Mighty Ducks. This so is literally the plot of it, the Mighty it Ducks really, movie. It is. It totally is. We couldn't get on any of that franchise. So we're like the Mighty Fucks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he decides, I'm going to create a team. We're going to enter that league. Uh-huh. And what I loved about him was... It was all the rejects and castaways who were good enough, right. possibly better than the kids that were on this team. And he built a team, and he taught us to play like they played it. We did triangle drills uh-huh. nonstop. We kept, as they say, the ball on the floor. Yep. We did all of that. And for him, it wasn't about beating those guys. He was like, they're not first place. We're going after first fucking place and i was like boom i like your fucking style they're just on the way up okay we destroyed I mean, this is those kids literally a movie <laughs> yeah, like i mean just... you were describing to me and me a movie if i went but... yes we're like 11 by the way right. you know this what is mean? what i mean this is like the perfect movie why are you wasting your time with stand-up comedy when right. you should be selling your life I'm story to the disney corporation you could be the next frozen man frozen <laughs> You want to do a we number? Just, we just get a little. We get a couple of songs in this, and you, and then you're a it doll. Could be, dude. Like seriously, I'll help no. you. I'll, you can help me with this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, we we destroyed them. That's I mean, really they exciting. became an afterthought. Uh-huh. They were nothing every year. What was the name them. of your team? Uh, we were South Carroll. We mm-hmm. were in Carroll County, the southern part of S- it. South Carroll. South Carroll. I mean, that is a girl's name too. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that had, is a tough. We had to. Yeah. It's oh. being like Stacy, and you got to carry right. that shit. And boy, yeah. That's what. The, that, okay. A team called a team <laughs> called Carroll. <laughs> that's the name of our movie. <laughs> 
a, a team called Carol. <laughs> but it's named after like his dead wife or something. So anytime somebody makes fun of it, it's like his wife's dead. Her right. name's Carol. They're like, ah. Yeah, that's actually what that's what happens at the start of the movie. His wife dies, <laughs> and the only way he can get his passion for life back <laughs> is to coach like Pee Wee Soccer. Live through Carol. Oh my god. It's this fantastic. Is, could we bring it's it like out of Christmas Lady and Bugs. call it a Christmas carol? <laughs> I mean, I know it's already been used, but... We could. That is some good marketing. Carol's Christmas. Carol's Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's a little classic reversal. Yeah. And it's money every Christmas. Every Christmas they play that shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because who doesn't want to watch Think about a a Christmas story. That, those guys are getting residuals every Christmas. Every they play year. 24 hours in a row. They Mate, that's why you come up with those movies. There come was a on. There was a spate a couple of years ago where clearly that's what they were doing. Remember, there was that movie New Year's Day yep. came out and like uh, Valentine's Day. I think there's even one Labor Day. I don't know if Labor Day gets... Um, Tim Allen did a couple Santa Clauses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's some sweet. Home Alone is positioned around Christmas. Plane, Strange, and Automobiles, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, is really when you it, people forget. I don't know if you've seen it. Of course I oh, have. Th- it's a Thanksgiving movie. Uh-huh. Oh, It's a Thanksgiving right. movie. The whole thing is about trying to make it home to your family for Thanksgiving. And oh, people yeah? forget right. that's a, it's a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, okay, so. see that's that's what you got to do, I reckon, with your you know with your marketing of this film is you like I mean Christmas is good, but maybe Christmas is too crowded. Like when crowded, it's, you yeah, know, it like, is. it's already a big market. <laughs> Like maybe we need to pick like a less Labor represented Day, like holiday. It know? is a summer sport, so right? It could so Fourth of July. Okay, Fourth. Well, no, that's yeah, I that's mean, done. That's too big. That's, it's also just you know, and that's very specific. And it's, to one country. You know what? Yeah, yeah. You get no cut through for a start. That <laughs> no is a very good point. No one else gives a fuck. About Doesn't the travel. Point. Where's your overseas <laughs> yeah, market? Exactly. That's where the money is. <laughs> that is You're where like, the money what's is. What's the big deal about July Fourth? Oh, that shit that happened a couple hundred years ago. Never mind. I did um, have a, a car rental. I think I've told this story in the podcast before, but I had a car rental lady here and just being nice. Like, and it happens to me a lot. In fact, this week, people will wish me happy fourth. Like, you know, people will go happy fourth. And I'm kind of like, well, okay. I mean, you know, may, may the fourth be with you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm meant to say. Yeah, exactly. I'm not from here. It means nothing to I'm me. I'm not from here. <laughs> Americans forget that shit. Well, I just like I feel that must be what it's like to be a, like a Jewish person or whatever at Christmas, where like you know you've just had your major celebration, and yet every time you go in a shop or whatever, they're like Happy Christmas. Although here they're a bit more like Happy Holidays, aren't they? Like you guys go a bit yeah, more LA, generic. LA right? tries to be a bit more generic, uh-huh. even though starting I feel like Halloween they're shoving Christmas in your face already. It's, uh-huh. You know, I'm not seeing as many uh, menorahs and and Jewish stars and stuff as I'm Christmas trees. And, no, you know all that shit There's all not, over. Not an store. equal representation. Hell, not even close. Okay, no. Halloween's already covered off with the Halloween movies. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth got the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. So um, I think Fourth of July is your more serious. Yeah, born on the Fourth of July, yeah, that Tom sort of Cruise. celebration of like you know what it is to be America. So what are some other American holidays that I might not know about? Flag that Day. Flat. Well, Flag when, Day. When was one. the last good movie about Flag Day? I, I can't even tell you. Yeah, right. It's it's, it's a market waiting to be. Tapped. There you go. And yeah. I mean, imagine the flag-related <laughs> merchandising opportunities. What 
is Flag Day? I I I mean, I have <laughs> no idea. It could be it could be about trees for all I know. Right. I have no idea. Well, they have Arbor Day, which is I know the Arbor trees, Day. Right? Yeah, we used to plant we used to plant a little tree in elementary school for Arbor Day. Yeah, no. Give us a seed and we grow a pine tree. And they have Pearl Arbor Day, which is when you remember Pearl Harbor by <laughs> training, right. planting a tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's already covered off too. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I'm, I'm, not all of this might be facts. <laughs> Some of that might not be true. But, I but think Flag it is. Day, I think Flag Day is like that's perfect. Arbor Day is not bad. Yeah, Arbor Day. I mean, yeah, but I like. I, no, I'm, I'm up for Carol's Christmas, man. Carol, no, yeah, we can't. It go can't be Christmas. It. I, mean, so the, I like the alliteration though, so I have to yeah. think of something. We'll all right. come, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it. Okay. Uh, so cricket, we need to talk about cricket. Oh, well, I want to. I want to tell you what happened with this oh, story, yeah, though, no, if you don't mind. Oh, my I mean, God. It, it goes somewhere. No, oh, There's an God. ending to the movie. Oh my God! All right, here we so, go. So we blew. Freedom was the team that you know cut everyone. So we went. Hang imagine on. that. We, Are you serious? We crushed freedom. You were fighting against freedom. Carol crushed yeah. freedom. That's right. We fought against freedom and won. Oh my God! Isn't that? But that is like a great like byline <laughs> for the movie as well. Like I can't even believe this it. time we're against freedom. <laughs> Fuck July 4th. Fuck freedom. <laughs> it's an anti-July 4th movie. Fuck freedom. Fuck freedom. That's so ridiculous. If you could just be in my head, see these little 11-year-old kids in maroon and white they wore. We wore yellow and blue. Uh-huh. We wore uh-huh. gold and blue, we'll call it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so we destroyed them and we went In to- the movie, you might ironically wear red, white, and blue. Oh, absolutely. You know, just for the- Hundred percent. Yeah, and then we go play. It was a, a team called Deer Park. Now, okay. Deer Park, very much like uh, Arrowhead. They were a big, you know, oh Deer Park water and all that uh-huh. bullshit. We they were number one every year. They had just owned this league, okay. and then we came in and we beat them. And that like, it was so awesome because, like, now I have a stepson. He's t- he's going to be eleven next month actually, uh-huh. and. No matter what sport they play, no matter what place they come in, they get a fucking trophy. Like right. a, a, a good looking trophy. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, do you understand that when we were kids, you you might you maybe got a, a medal for second place. Right. Nothing beyond that. And when you, you busted your ass, it, it meant something to get first place in a trophy. Like we had a pizza party and you got like a, uh, sometimes they gave you a jacket, whatever the fuck it was. Right. But it meant something to be first place. It would. I don't think we would have had the same drive, the same work ethic, even as kids, that we would have to to do what we did if we knew in the at the end game we were getting a fucking trophy anyway. You know what right. I mean? It's un-American. It's un-American. Com- it's, Fuck it's, freedom. It's communism. It is. <laughs> Carol's communism. Is. <laughs> I was waiting for that. C. might be Carol's communism. Um, but you're absolutely right, and I know this sounds. But the 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 problem with that. Is it's a response to we're not quite of that generation. You're how old are you? Forty one. Oh, okay. So we're we're pretty much the same age. I'm forty. So like we're of the same generation. Uh, it's people slightly older than us, right? Not much. Like around our age, slightly older than us. We're the reason. It's not the kids' fault. The kids aren't asking for a trophy. Do you know what I mean? Like the kids don't rock up to sport and expect that everyone gets a trophy. That's not why they're coming to sport. That's right. The reason that the, everyone gets a trophy is that we wanted a trophy when we were kids. Yeah. So now we've decided that <laughs> every kid gets, gets a trophy. Yeah. Like it was like Sting the other day. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a big article in the paper about Sting, the musical performer, formerly of the police, Sting. Is there another one? 
Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe there's a there rugby union be, guy. I don't there know. might be a guy who got like. Imagine if. <laughs> oh, like, there was a wrestler. There was a wrestler. Oh yeah, right. And imagine if Sting, the musical artist, like didn't get to his Twitter handle first, <laughs> yeah. and so he's like Sting fifty one because that's when he was born or whatever. <laughs> Sting fifty one. <laughs> you can hit me up. At, uh, I've been verified. Uh, um, it's underscore Sting. <laughs> underscore Sting. Yeah, <laughs> just. I um, Sting, the musical artist, uh, came out recently and said that he is not going to leave his fortune to his children. That um, and he's worth like I did see that three hundred million or uh, you know minimum sort of three hundred million dollars, and he's got like five kids or whatever. And he's basically said that giving them that much money would be uh, like you know basically his argument is that you would not be allowing them to truly live their own lives and have their own dreams no. and the things that are important in life and i know that like it i don't get me wrong like money makes things easier and sometimes it's fun to be able to have money and you know but i'll tell you what it it means nothing compared to being able to work hard on something that you're genuinely passionate about and you don't have to be good or successful even to get that joy i think that's what we forget that, sometimes, that a lot of times like, you do for free right i mean we know passion that. right like in our i mean fuck this is what this is. Yeah. Like the thing that we're doing right now. You drove 100%. like halfway across town like so that, that we could do this for free. You know there's no payment, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rugby League needs to sponsor this right. goddamn and show that like, get some money $6 in there. $6 for that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop drinking now and give you five. Um, so... I don't mind that as an idea because I think that we have a responsibility as adults. I've talked about this a little bit before as well, but my parents, great parents, I, um, they wonderful people, and I just your really, dad was a farmer. My dad's a farmer. Yeah, still is a farmer. My brother's a farmer. His dad was a farmer. You live on your grandfather's street. Yeah, great grandfather's street. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, great people. But their thing was always that you know you you raise your kids well enough that. They, yeah, you look after them until they finish school and as soon as they finish school, they're kind of on their own and that's the expectation and it's one of the greatest things my parents ever gave me because the, the thing that I've made a lot of good decisions and bad decisions and, but I've, I've made all my own decisions. Like who I am like from that point on is because of me for good or for ill and that's the best thing I can say about being my age is that it, I think that's the most important thing. Like, you know, when you get to our age, you start to realize that none of the other shit is important as going, oh, God, I'm mostly, like, if you're happy with who you are, you're going, most of this is because I made, you know, these decisions. Yeah, yeah? I, comple I completely agree with you. Right, so yes. fuck kids and their trophies is Fuck what kids and their fucking trophies. <laughs> like, I mean, I like, you should be able to get a trophy, like, but there still has to be some sort of idea of... You, if you come in last place, you get a certificate. Mm. I don't mind no, I a reward. Yeah. I don't mind a reward. I, I do think reward is good. You did work hard. I mean, it's especially on a team sport. It's not necessarily your fault. You, right. can't. you might be the fucking stud uh -huh. on the shitty team. Yep. So you should get some reward. Yep. But you shouldn't get the same thing that the people who worked harder, had better, whatever it was, uh -huh. get. You shouldn't get that. They should start at the top. Here's what I'd like to see in the World Cup. I don't know what they get for the World Cup. I imagine a cup from the name of they it. They get, um, it's a it's a ball that has all the hands. It's, right. a, it's a small. So it's not even a cup. It's not, even a, it's not like Lord Stanley's cup. Right. It's about this big, what I'm holding up here, and they yeah. all hold it up. So it's the World it's Hand gold. Statue. Yeah. 
right. So you holding a ball. I think it's hands hand holding statue. a ball. I right. could be. It should be feet for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's I right. Think it's They're all doing illegal <laughs> moves. But I could be wrong. Too. So basically, it's called <laughs> a cup. And the one thing you're not allowed to do in the game. <laughs> that's what I'm, they're doing I hope to the I'm ball. right. I hope I'm right, but I'm probably wrong. <laughs> but I hope it's hands touching a right. ball. The one thing you're I not allowed to do. I hope that all of that is true. That to me seems like a wonderful thing. Maybe that's why they're going for it. It's the holy grail. The one time you're allowed to touch the ball with that your is, hand. Is you know you, what? You know, like that's, that could very that's, well yeah. be. Anyway, but they should start that. They should start there. I don't know if they give them medals or rings or whatever. Like you know, they each get. But maybe they shouldn't all each get that. I would like to see you know, say Brazil win the World Cup. You know, Neymar gets a trophy. And the rest of the guys get a certificate. Yeah, a certificate. <laughs> like, hey, he scored eight goals. Right. All right? He's getting a fucking trophy. Yeah, you get a certificate. Yeah. You get a World Cup certificate. There's probably an MVP. I mean, with, the, with sports these days uh-huh. in America, at least, they get, I mean, you know, it's it's what they do, I think, is nice. Like these guys, uh, when they win the Super Bowl, for instance, uh-huh. anyone who is a full-time employee, including office people who yeah. really make the shit go behind mm-hmm. the scenes, they all get rings. Oh, so I think that I think that's nice, but right, it does acknowledge that it's important. It's a well, the job of the high paid superstar is made possible by the guy who's done a great job in marketing that year to that's right. bring in all the sponsors and put them in a situation where they can buy the best equipment or fl- they can be comfortable to do what it is that that's that they right. have to do. I I, yeah. I kind of get that. Yeah. Hey, we just partnered up with Under Armour so that your shit is going to be premier, top of the line, everything you want. That's right. a big fucking deal to have on that side of the equation. Right. Whereas, yeah. like, the other team's like, hey, uh, Gary, can you bring your own shoes? <laughs> you're doing, your you're, own shoes. You're doing fine, right? You're good, You're right, doing Gary? fine. Gary, just lace just up your fucking seriously, boots. man. We have to buy shoes, too? But bring your own shoes. Wear them in yourself. I, um... But I, I, I'm in, I, I, to back to your World Cup. I texted you the other day. I happened to have just turned that Australian game on, and I mean, up to that point at least, I, I feel like that was my second favorite goal. The the Dutch header was phenomenal. Sure. That was amazing. But that boot, Tim Kale. Yeah, that was so beautiful. You know, he scored he's scored five goals at the World Cup, which before this, well, in this tournament, still puts him in head of like some of the people they consider to be the greatest players of all time yeah. like five world cup goals but the best thing is i think we've only scored 10 ever like so he's literally he has half. scored half of our world What's cup his goals name again? tim tim kale kale yeah cahill yes. cahill that was kale. a fucking i mean it was such a perfect ball. the ball was served perfectly oh my God. i mean in stride uh-huh. and he unloaded i mean i felt like it was gonna bend that bar up it was so pretty it would have been uh, it would have been just complete injustice if that didn't go in. I love the man. This, it went. This in. is one of those moments where the internet gives you like. There's a lot of bad things about the internet and social media and all that sort of thing. But there's moments where I just go, I'm glad I live in an age where this can happen. So I'm sitting here in LA watching it, you know, like on American TV, which is a very different experience because in Australia they have the Australian commentators. Yeah. So like half point. of my Twitter feed is people complaining about the Australian commentators. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, this English and American guy seem to be doing quite yeah. a good job. They are good. Yeah. And then, um, so he scores his goal and then like I'm on Twitter seeing like, you know, with a whole bunch of Australians who it's the middle of the night. 
Like, you know, they've got oh, up yeah, in the middle of the night, here. right? Okay. So it's like everyone who's got up is suddenly in this like secret club, you know, and every, you know people from all these different worlds, but they're all, it's rare in this modern day society. Like, you know, we don't all sit down to watch the same TV show at the same time anymore. There isn't really that sense of community that we have. Yeah, We've segregated out right. our lives, right? Not everyone's watching The Tonight Show. And if you go on The Tonight Show and do like your seven minutes, the next day, everyone in America knows you. It doesn't work like that anymore. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I'll record somebody and watch on a Monday and watch that shit on a Thursday when I finally can sit down and watch, you know, some TV. I have to check sometimes, like when I'm like watching something so I don't send somebody like, you know, (laughs) like Dave... Dave Anthony, like, and uh, Brandon Walsh was really funny on Marin, and I wanted to send you a tweet, but I was like, am I watching this live? Or, right, yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. what. Anyway. Tom, I wanted to tell you a funny story about that. Tom Segura is a good friend of mine, uh-huh. and he felt so bad. He had hit, this is years ago, he hit Craig Robinson up. He's like, hey, man, congrats on uh, on the gig on The Office or whatever. I'm watching this episode, and, and it's whatever it was, and Craig texted him back. was like, that was like a year A year ago. <laughs> And it really was like, like a year. Like it right. might have been more. And he's like, thanks anyway, yeah, man. Thanks, man. Well, it's good to say you gave it a year to see if it would stick before you really invested in my career. Oh, man. But you're right. Yeah. So yeah. a sense of community. There, yeah. That's Twitter. what I like is like I w- I'm here in the middle of the day. They're in, you know, in different countries. Some people are in Brazil. Some people are like, you know, back in Australia in the middle of the night all getting up to watch this thing. And when he kicked that goal, like oh. the celebration, it was like, oh, this is why technology is good. It, like it makes everyone feel like you and it's rare that we those things happen. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's why I'm liking the World Cup a bit more as well. I think I'm understanding it a bit more. Maybe being away from home too. Like, you know, it is that sense of like, oh, here's a thing that, particularly when Australia was still in it, then, I mean, they're not yeah. anymore, obviously. But I, you know, I will, I'm, I will record sport. I'm a, a diehard Ravens fan, Orioles fan. I'll record sports. I'll stay away from my phone, everything. And uh-huh. I'll try to sit and watch it later if I'm going to miss it. But sports, to your point about World Cup, it's it's this shit's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Most people with shows or whatever the same thing. But sports, most people try to watch current, and right. it's so yeah, hard. It's not like you're gonna binge watch them. No, you know, yeah, like, exactly. you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna save four hour. I'm game. gonna save this se- season. Right. I've got a, like a two week vacation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna watch. No the- one tells me what happens with the Cowboys. Seriously, just between, all year, just between rounds one and nine. <laughs> Hey, did you see that? Hey, spoilers! 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 People get so mad. I I, I, I love boxing, so I stay away from Twitter because they'll do uh-huh. round by round. People be oh, saying yep. shit. But there was a time where um, this was back when the Maryland uh, men's basketball team was really good. They they ended up winning the national championship, okay. and we were the game to decide to go to the finals. Uh, their their nickname is the Terrapins. It's a type of turtle. They call them the Terps. Uh-huh. That's relevant to the story. Sure. So I mean, it seems an interesting choice for a basketball team. It's a it's a whole university. Oh, I right. mean, they're every just, damn team yeah, is they're the all Terps. turtles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. sure. I mean, <clears throat> so they start running. They must out have got in late. Clearly like, got so in late. Clearly, like, a lot of the other animals were we already go with, taken. Guys? Come right? on, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> So we we go out, we golf, we are away, we stay out of the clubhouse, phones are away, we come back, mm-hmm. and we are walking into, my friend lived in Baltimore in a row house, so all the stoops are right there, we're walking into the house, we're uh-huh. getting ready to watch the game, 
And this old drunk just leans out his doorway and goes, how about them Terps? And we were like, God damn. Like, we were two steps away from not knowing shit. And then we were like, what is the point? We know they won. Let's just right. fucking watch the highlights now. And, like, and weirdly it's enough, all gone. Weirdly enough, written down, like that sentence wouldn't have given anything away. You're right. Right. You know, because technically it's not really saying. I mean, you could say that about like. They're on their way to the championship. How about them? Yeah. yeah it could you, have been anything. Or you could be like, you know, yeah. how about how they fucked yeah, it up yeah, right, right, last right, right, Like point. in that yeah. thing that no one's ever done before. <laughs> right. And you'd be like. Which how? is what the U.S. just right. did in the guy. That, that's my brother called me and was like. Do you fucking believe it? And I was like, I haven't seen it yet. I'm I'm working. What is going on? And he's like, 30 seconds left. We let him score. I was like, ah. Right. But, but yeah. Yeah. But what I loved about that is also what like find people like me find hard to understand still about the world game is like they lost and then they go through. So then they're like celebrating and it's like, this is a weird game. <laughs> the only thing I can even kind of equate that too is uh american football when you get to the playoffs if you're let's say your record's 12 and 4 and mm-hmm. mine is 12 and 4 okay then we start going to tiebreakers and the next one is all right well you know did you beat how did you did you beat this how many teams in the afc did you beat oh you beat the same then it'll go to the next one it go it goes deep right down to shit like i want to say maybe like a fifth or sixth deciding factor will be points right. scored so uh-huh. when they tell you oh it's on professional run up sometimes you're like oh it was the same okay uh, you know what we're, <laughs> that's, that's we're, right. we're at number 17 <laughs> which we've never got to before uh apparently it's a mascot fight we get the two mascots <laughs> be awesome. and they have to fight each other oh hang on to death the <laughs> mas- just there is the, like a the, two death mascot fight that I mean, should that's, just be the tiebreaker that's what itself. it is that's what it is i mean it's in at number 17 no <laughs> one ever thought we would get it <laughs> that raven and that eagle are going right. at it till somebody's dead to death but yeah it, it is weird um portugal had less goals they got crushed by right. germany going in so that that helped us yeah yeah i mean it's been good i've been i've, I've been very much enjoying the it's been you know, well produced. It's been the, it's been they've been good matches. Like um, they've been what I have learned is it's been a very high scoring World Cup. Like they've got like 30 or 40 goals more already at this stage than they had like at this stage of the last World that's Cup. That's right, yeah. So for someone like me who still at the end of the day wants to see them like I watched a couple of games between teams I did not know or care that much about who had nil all draws and I started to remember what I didn't like about soccer. Yeah. But, like, you know, in the games where they score, I'm pretty into that. Like, I think that's fun. Yeah, th- these guys are, they're so good, too. And they're, uh, it, it, but it's, it is odd. That goal's pretty fucking big. I mean, when you look at a hockey, ice hockey goal, you would think that more goals will be scored in hockey. That's how good those guys are. But that's a big fucking goal. I mean, I, I would think there would be four goals a game scored as good as these guys are, but. There's just not. So, I don't know. How good are you, really? Right. It's yeah. like baseball. Three out of ten, you're a fucking, you're an all, you're a Hall of Famer. If you can hit three times I out know. of ten, you're a Hall of Famer. So, with soccer, I'm like, you're right in front of that big-ass net, wide-open net, and you missed. You shot it over. Like, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it's frustrating. It is frustrating. I think maybe they just make the goals a little bit bigger, but they give the goalkeeper... The ability of like one of those mini tramps. 
You know what I mean? Like those ones that you have that whole area you can like bounce. Like he can up. just bounce off it. He wants. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because wouldn't that be better if they could have like more could go towards goal, but like he could bounce up to like, I feel like that would be better. Maybe never in our lifetime, but sports are going to evolve. Shit right. like that will eventually happen. The NBA rim will probably go higher than 10 feet. Maybe who knows in a hundred years. I have no right. idea. Because but. like people will have to lean down to dunk. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. That's right. Yeah, that's that. That is one of the more interesting things that's been happening in Australian sports. Is like the sport of AFL is like because they're all super athletes now. It's like it just changes the whole sport because they're like, oh, these rules aren't really for this, right? So, like hockey, when I watch NHL, these guys are they're tight end size, they're monsters, monsters. and they're on skates, on skates, skating, crushing each other. I mean, I've seen them shoulder across the cheek, and the dude just goes limp arms down the side face down you're like oh my god can you imagine like no. what, what hockey players think and by the way i'm gonna say hockey i know that because in australia we would we would call hockey ice hockey it's very embarrassing what's the field hockey field hockey is what we would call hockey okay we just won the world championships in field hockey I'm not so, <laughs> I, I know the la kings think so. they're the world champions of hockey but i think you'll find australia I is the world champions of hockey you guys are just the world champions of ice hockey well i i dated a bunch of field hockey girls so i've got love for field hockey so um they uh they um they must when they watch the football the soccer like the way these guys go down Oh. Like on the slightest touch. Because these hockey dudes, like... They're picking their teeth up and like skating off. Be like, I'll be back, motherfucker. They're, they are no joke. Amazing. And they they're on like no deadly joke. skates. And yes. they're going at high speed and just smashing each other. Crushing and each other. And despite that, they still have a bit of it where you're allowed to just have a fight with someone else. Yep. Like, I mean, that still is my... I think every sport could still like... Just have that. Just have that one where if you agree to fight, you can fight. It's a supervised event. No one's saying you event. should be hitting someone no. when they're not looking or like it should be happening all the time on all the field. But there should be an opportunity with a penalty like that is, you know, but where both players can go. Like if in the World Cup, you know, if two players really – like if Suarez and the dude that he like bit, bit right, yeah. could just get that on. In They'd like, be like, everybody back right. up, let them ha- – the place would go insane right. just like it does for hot. But you know what I love about it? Then they don't even get fined. They just get a fucking penalty for right. it. As long as it's not a cheap shot or something. I, I've heard them, the guys mic'd up before uh-huh. with like, you want, you, do you want to, like yeah. casually, like you and I right now, do you want to do it now? Yeah. Just give me, give me not wait, wait till the next dead uh, play. Right. You want to do it now? Like, what? Well, I've seen the two goalies come out and go at it. I mean, it's, it is pretty fucking awesome to have that little chunk in there. And the referees. By the way, I love it. the goalies, the idea of the goalies going at each other, because that's got to be a long standing <laughs> grievance. Like, because nothing could have happened. They're too far away. All the way like, away. Just giving like, them the finger and shit. Like, when you want to do it, dude? I'll meet you in the middle of the ice. He's like passing on messages from the other guy. It's like, just like another dude skating by. He's like, hey, tell your mate. Tell him, Tom, I said this shit. Yeah, Tell him, tell him I fucked his mother. He, um, tell him. <laughs> that I, I just watched, um, I don't know who it was, but he Hang literally. On, while, while you talk, just talk for long enough that I yes. can get to the, do you want another beer? I would love one. He literally picked his teeth up. I mean, like four of them. Like he got rocked. He's bleeding from the mouth. He's in the corner. He picks him up and he's just mad dogging a dude skating over. There's no fine. There's no anything. 
these fucking guys with soccer, and now they got like a bucket they carry them out in. But it used to be a fucking like uh, a Civil War cot. They would carry them off the field on, and then they would trot around on the side, and they'd be fine all of a sudden. I. It's ridiculous. When a guy, I, a guy hurt his ankle, uh, hurt his elbow the other day, and they carried him off on a stretcher. His elbow, and what he's on a elbow. Fu- These hockey guys are fucking bones through their skin, and they're fucking like just tape that shit up. I want to go yeah, back in. Just put, yeah, put a bandaid on that. Um, so I ended up getting getting my brother and I both did. We got pretty good at soccer, and we made a um, one of the U.S. teams. Ooh. It was like a it was like an Olympic development team. It wasn't okay. the national team, uh-huh. but it was one of right. uh, the like a feeder team for yeah, that team, exactly right. Exactly. Uh, so, um, how old are you when this is happening? I was 16. Oh, okay. So, we got to go to Europe, mm-hmm. and we played, um, for a month we were over there, we did Holland, 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 Germany, Denmark, Belgium, Sweden, Scotland, and England. We oh got to go God. to seven little countries. Yeah, it was awesome. Being and 16 football. and play, yes. And I was always an aggressive player, which was uh-huh. too aggressive here. Man, when we got the fucking Holland... The f- we thought we were first of all we were American uh-huh. and we just thought we were the shit yeah like in our sixteen year old minds what the fuck do you know about your sport you right. know what I mean we're gonna come over yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna call it soccer and we're gonna show we're gonna you how to play so- it. and we're gonna show you how to fucking play <laughs> and we went right down the field in thirty seconds and we scored and we were full of our fucking uh-huh. selves and let me tell you something we got our asses kicked uh-huh. <laughs> we didn't win one game yeah. in a month. This is that's, what you're pretty much de- describing <laughs> is America in every war right. since World War II. <laughs> like right. you go in, all like we are the best at war. Have you guys not seen how good we are? Oh, <laughs> hang on. And there were two teams. There was a gold and a silver. We started on uh-huh. the silver. We got our asses kicked on that silver. We went to the gold. We won on the gold team. That was the better of the kids right. on there. So we won there. Uh-huh. But but this but. After playing with those guys, I realized, like, look, I'm not going to be a professional at this. Mm -hmm. I'm 16 years old. I don't know when I'm going to get to do this shit ever again. I don't care about winning. I I want to have fun with these this group of guys over here. Sure. So we went out. I mean, we drank uncontrollably every night. We were fuck. I mean, guys were 16, and you're in Europe. Yes, and we're in Europe. That'll do. Yes, and guys, my guys on my team are running by you like in the morning, and you just smell Jack Daniels. Like, oh my god, (laughs) we're getting killed out here. (laughs) But the game was so physical over there. I loved it. Like that was the way I played here. They allowed that aggressive shoulder to shoulder, and you know, it wasn't just kick it with your foot and a little slide tackle here there it was like man no you can fucking you can get at it so and tell me more about this trip because i think that's really fascinating like so what else so tell me like where was the place as a 16 year old where did you love the most out of all the places that you went to hands down amsterdam <laughs> hands down I, we started in <laughs> well, gonna, what i love is that can be the answer as a 26 year old as a 36 year old here's the thing though i started smoking late in life i didn't start till i was 21 so i didn't even smoke when i was over there which uh-huh. i i'll tell you we we started in a town called uh Vol- it was called valkenberg it uh-huh. was in holland it was 89 i want to say i was there yeah 89 summer of 89 and it was um holland had just won i think it was the european some some big championship over there sure so it was soup they were super pumped about soccer and 
Um, we get there, and that's where we got our asses kicked. And then we, and then we went to um, Scotland, which is my second favorite place. I uh-huh. mean, Scotland was awesome. Yep. Ca- I, I'd never seen a castle in my life. I'm like, oh, my God, these are fucking real. You, right. know, you, you, you read castle in a fucking book, and it means zero to you. And then you get the one, you're like, oh, this is a fucking castle. Yeah, yeah. it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, as opposed to L.A., who keeps saying that things are earthquakes, which, like, in my... I mean, I know they are earthquakes, but in my mind, when someone says earthquake, I, I just picture that the earth comes apart. Right, and people cracks like, open. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you're like, oh, well, they're probably not castles. They're probably just really nice. Oh, no, they're castles. And they're castles. in the middle of town. In the middle of like a pizza hut across right. the fucking street. No joke. <laughs> and that's where we would eat all the time. So we, we were there for a month. We went to Denmark, which I, you know what? I really love Denmark, too. It, uh-huh. it was peaceful. It was quiet. But we were just... We were 16-year-olds full of fucking, you know, jocks, and they would do these sidewalk um, sales, and we just couldn't help ourselves. We were stealing, like, soccer sandals and shit. Just We were just, like, little assholes. Just Just terrible. Just America. Just Americans. (laughs) To come into people's countries. Dude, one guy on on, not on an American kid, but on I don't know what country, maybe Belgium, he was there, but he stole their flag. What? And that was a big, that's, I mean. That's a diplomatic. Imagine, yeah, someone rips an American flag or, yeah. I feel feel like this is our flag day sequel. (laughs) This is, so we do the first one. Carol! (laughs) The first one is Christmas Carol. Flag day, Carol's curse. This is Carol's curse. It's about the stealing of the flag. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, like, Back, and right? that's when yeah it does it gets dark and, and, and we get yes it's the curse until the yeah, flags return that's right we got a trilogy right oh, here here man. we go i love it yeah that's good all right <laughs> but um we we went there and i had I, you know we rent we were there for a month we ran out of money i never i to this i mean i've never stolen anything in my life uh-huh. and when we got there we had no money left for food we would go to right. we went to the same pizza hut spending it all on booze pissing it away on booze <laughs> yeah. pissing it away we went to the same pizza hut two days in a row and ate and ran out of that place. Out of the same place? Same one. I couldn't believe we even oh, went man. back. Yeah, I was going to say. That's... We said, where's the restroom? And they said, oh, it's right back there where the exit was. <laughs> we were like, adios, see you later. I love that. Two free meals. I, I mean, there's, there's so much about that I love. <laughs> Firstly, that you went back to yeah. the place. Over. I was against it, but it Second. worked. <laughs> Second, that you repeated the exact same crime. Same exit. We knew exactly what to do. I yeah. just like the. I I feel like the people who worked at that Pizza Hut didn't have a financial stake in the running of the Pizza Hut. They didn't Hut. give a shit. They were stone teenagers. Yep. And they were just like, if these kids try this again, it'll be funny. And we did. Yep. And they were like, let them go. Let them go. Two pizzas. Come. Um, <laughs> England. I will never forget England. We were in England and we we're on um, like you know uh, tour buses uh-huh. and. Um, we're all at the same gas station. And I mean, we robbed this gas station blind, but of petty crap, Snickers and shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? No one yeah. was taking beer or anything like that. And, right. And then we're all on the bus and we're sitting and waiting. And we're like, God, it's take. Why are we still here? And the next thing we know, we see Jaguar police cars pull up. We're like, <laughs> oh, shit. And they got on the fucking bus. Like, all right, we're going to pass a couple bags around and everyone's going to empty their fucking pockets right now. We're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I mean, bad. They had to give more bags. It was incredible. I'm even yeah. looking at people like some like, Man. some kids like you get, you're gonna need a few more bags. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? You, there's no bags left in there. Darren, you've got the bags, right? 
Pass, pass some of those We're just going to fill the bus up and ask yeah, everybody to get just, off of it. Yeah. And that's yours. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, we'll get off. You keep the bus. It's easier. They, yep. Wow. They were they were wow. pleased with what they got. Uh-huh. And then, of course, as soon as we pull out, everybody's got that one or two Snickers they kept. Right. We're like, ah! But it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but Man. the level of the sport was, especially at that age, like, it was, it was funny... It was good to see because when I was a kid, everywhere I went, I took a soccer ball. and I, But I also played baseball, also played football. And here you'll see kids at the park with baseball gloves or whatever. When we were over there, it didn't matter what age, little up, everyone had a fucking soccer ball. And right. it, it was, it was, that's when I, that's when I started to realize like, oh, this is what the rest of the, you know, we're this fucking big. Americans don't get it, especially people who don't travel. They just think everything is the way they think it is until they go somewhere else. You're like, oh, it's nothing like that everywhere Right. Else. Well, I, I mean, there's two reasons that, like, you know, football, world football, soccer is the most popular game in the world, which is that basically it's the easiest game in the world to Cheapest, too. Like the cheapest. That's, That's what right. I mean. All you yep. need is a ball. You don't even need, like, nets for goals. You can, nothing. You know, cones, right? Two twigs. It rolls in between, and it's a goal. And there's like three rules. That's it. It's not quite that, but like <laughs> there isn't that many rules. Don't like, use your hands. Don't kill anybody. Right. That's <laughs> about it. That's really about it. Yeah, like offside. Yeah, you know. offside. Offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's it yeah. if, if you have, to, if you need to shoot for goal, and there's some corners and shit, but seriously, you can pick it up in five minutes. Yeah, you can. Whereas, like, there are people who followed, like. I've followed Australian rules football for all of my 40 years. You know, I, I can't remember a time in my life. I can't remember a time before when I followed football. You know, my memories are mm-hmm. about at the same time. And if you sat me down and quizzed me on all the rules, I probably would get half of them wrong because it's just so complicated and there are so many interpretations of rules and whatever. And like football, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got this. It, it, which brings me now to cricket because okay. I wanted to ask you this Good. question. I will come back to telling you an Amsterdam story at 16. But so I saw this. Hi- I actually wanted to hit you up. I don't know what the hell I ended up doing, but I saw this highlight on ESPN. I want to say it was the number one of the top 10. Okay. A couple months ago, maybe. Sure. It was a cricket. And I, and I understood what happened. Mm-hmm. I got the whole premise and I knew why it was a great play. But I had one question after it. So, the, the what is what 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 would be the equivalent of the center fielder? Uh, Someone like that. Well, I mean, I guess they like you know they uh, so center fields like out and down long, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're fielding it like long off or long okay. on, probably. And the ball was hit, uh-huh. and it was a it was going to go over the line. Okay, over the fa- yeah over the boundary line. Yes, yeah, sure. And the guy, the uh-huh. the, the the defender hit the ball with his hand yep. now he went he hit the ball to yep. slow it oh it, yeah it went out of bounds uh-huh. he he jumped in the air uh-huh. threw it back inbounds uh-huh. landed out of bounds mm-hmm. dove back in, in inbounds and caught it it was it was phenomenal uh-huh. i mean i got right. exactly what happened like that crazy play yeah my question is this and this goes to american football why and I guess even, well, no, baseball works. I was wondering why you'd be allowed to step out of bounds and then be the first guy back in 
to make that catch. But I'm thinking baseball, you catch balls in foul territory all the time. So You're, The only thing that you're not allowed to do is have your foot grounded over the line. Which is why he stayed in the air and threw, right. as long as you're touching the ball. So if you bat it in, you can land out of bounds uh-huh. and you're allowed to come back in and play. As long as you're not touching play. it. You've got to come back into the field of play to right. grab it though. It, like, was, it was incredible. Because if, if he he had to land outside, then get back into the field of play to complete the catch. Because if he completes the catch and he's out of the field of play then it's like it's a, it just counts as six runs because right. if you hit it over the fence on the full which that's what is over the boundary line on the full it's like six runs so it was it was so i mean his momentum uh-huh. he knew it was carrying him out and i couldn't believe the body control the the awareness to knock it back in well, and the fact that they're not wearing a glove yeah and then to land i mean he threw it up high enough uh-huh. that he knew at least his best guess was, I think I can fucking bounce back in and get that in time. And right. damn if he did. It was, and he laid out. It was like it wasn't just like, oh, I got this. He stretched. It was. Do you know the play I'm talking about? Uh, I've seen. It's happened a bunch, like probably. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's been pretty unusual, but it happens like every now and again. Like you know, Incredible. something similar. But, um, but I love when those moments happen because no matter who the player is and what the the moment is, it's that's going to get played for a long time now like on highlights of like you know the game when they talk about classic catches as they would call them in australia right um that will get like you know played all the time right and it's like i love that th- the, the fact that there are sports where you might not get to be the best player you might not have ever been the best player in your team but if you do one thing well enough you can be remembered forever. forever. Like if you take the best like outfield catch of all time, or if you take the like you know the whatever the yeah. The, but there is that moment where you can just be like, there was a guy recently who pitched like a, a perfect game or something in the baseball and I'm Clayton not really, Kershaw, right? And no I don't hitter, really yeah. know enough about it. No hitter, right? Yeah, not a perfect game, right? I was trying to work out what the difference between that I'll, was. I'll, you explain it very no, quickly. I can no, tell you. Flip it around. I perfect like it. game is no walks. Uh huh. And no errors made by your guys in the field either. It has to be a clean game. No hit batters, just outs. Okay. Straight outs and no hits. That's perfect. No hitter. You could you could actually you could pitch a no hitter and lose. You could walk twenty guys in. Sure. And no one still gets a hit. You could still lose a no hitter. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was one of those things where, and I, I believe from the stuff I read about him that he is an excellent player. He, yeah. But last two years, I think he's been the top guy, Cy Young. But it's one of those things where they're comparing his stats from that game to like some of the greatest, like you know, efforts of all time. And you're like, even if he what, like you know what I mean? Even if he wasn't one of the best guys, there's an opportunity in that sport where you can be like, well, I would be in that discussion. Yeah. You know, I like in basketball that sometimes randomly there'll just be some dude who's high on like the three points in a game record. Like yep. one guy just had one hot night, <laughs> you know, and forever. 46 three-pointers right. in one night, never did it again. Never did yeah. it again. Yeah. But it's it just occasionally you see yep. that where it's like, it's great name, great name, a name I've never heard of who had just like a good period. Yeah. It's, it's um, things like that. You live forever that way. Uh, even if you're right, even if you're a guy who sucked your whole career, uh-huh. well, professionally sucked. You right. still have to be good to get to that level in any sport, of course. Still much better than everybody else. Everyone else. If still you're the- probably won your fair share of trophies yeah. <laughs> along the way. You're probably not a certificate guy. You are not a certificate kid. <laughs> <laughs> you're like get that shit out of here yeah. even if you're there are 10 guys and you're number 10 professionally uh, yes you're still better than everybody yeah. else but that night that moment you throw a, a no hitter or anything like that that 
shit goes into the Hall of Fame. So even if you don't become a Hall of Fame right. er, you you do for that event, that moment. There was a guy I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. A couple years ago, I think he pitched for the Rockies and the kid threw this might have been a perfect game and the last play of the game was very close at first and the umpire gave called him safe and ruined the whole thing. Ruined it. And he clearly was not safe. Oh my God. And the guy, I wish I could remember his name now, he turned around and he didn't fucking snap. He didn't fucking yell. He just started laughing. He's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You're going to give that to him? Like, not only was he out, right? but all night long, I've been perfect. Right. If it's close enough. Yeah. Err on the side of becoming a legend. Err on the side of I umpired the game he threw the no fucking hit. At the end of the fucking day, you're in the entertainment business. Like, I mean, at the That's end of the right. day, you're playing ball sports for a living. Uh, I think this is the thing. I that, called like, the final out of Will Anderson's perfect fucking game. Come on. That's lore that lives forever. In a ridiculous thing. Like that, that's right. the thing that we've got to that's right. like, remember sometimes. Thank you for putting that in perspective. In a ridiculous thing. In a thing that it's ridiculous that we all feel so passionate about. By the way, I feel so passionate about. that. That's. I'm not saying that... I, I think it's just... I don't think that we shouldn't feel passionate about these things. In fact, I think feeling passionate about these things, you know, often gives our life some momentum Absolutely, and some meaning yeah. or maybe even just relief from the drudgery. You know, I know people whose you know, football teams or baseball teams or whatever are the thing they hang on for their weekends, you know, to get them through the otherwise sort of, you know, mundane aspects of their lives. Like it's so, but it's just dudes playing fucking That's sport it. for a living. For millions of dollars. For millions of dollars. That's right. Like, you're playing football. You're kicking a ball around like for a living. That's what yep, you do. That's what you do. That's it. But what I do like, so now baseball has review where they could have gone back and said, no, he was out. It would have been perfect game. Right. They didn't have it then. But they had television then. They had television. So everybody else knows. Everyone like, knows. They had the replay. Is there. Right. So the umpire, when he went into the dugout, he saw it and he just, he started crying. He came on camera. He's like, I blew that call. I, he's like, that kid worked his ass off all night, right. and I fucked it up. I, and he, he took it. He owned yeah. it. Oh, well, that's all right. Considering. And then the next night, um, they throw the first pitch out, like a little ceremonial thing, and uh, he, the pitcher walked over to him, gave him a big hug. The dude was balling. Oh. And he was, umpiring first, he was umpiring first base that night. Okay. <laughs> they were like, get, at, get his ass. <laughs> or oh, wait, he might have been a second. Like, get him off first, man. <laughs> Fuck that shit this up. Is, well, you know what? That's a Hall of Fame moment. We that got is, a Hall of Fame moment. It's a Hall of Fame anyway. moment. That's a moment. That's a great moment about sport. It is. I like that. That's, it, was, okay. it, was, it, was, it was a human moment. Right. Like, man, I, okay. I know what I did. He wasn't defiant. Like, I saw it like I saw it. I'm not going to say we should steal someone else's story, but I'm just saying if we're looking for sequels, if we could have a moment in one of our movies. I think his name was bit. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name was Carol. <laughs> That's why you can remember. It was Carol Carol. Carol Carol. <laughs> Carol Carol. <laughs> one with a C, one with a K. Yes, That's what he always said. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. So, um, one of the. Oh, we are. Oh, gee, what? I oh, know we've still got a bit to go. We're all right. If you've got still another 10 or 15 minutes. Um, so you're got right any time you Sweet. want, man. Um, anything a, to stop moving. I've got to drive to. 
Hermosa oh, yeah. this afternoon. It's the Friday. Are you the, comedy magic tonight? Comedy magic. But yeah. it's like one of those things, and I love that club and I love doing the gigs, but that the Friday afternoon, not I just don't know when you're meant to drive. You've got to be there at eight, but this doesn't seem, well, the show starts today, so you've got to be there before, and there just doesn't seem to be any good time to drive. There's never a good time to go to Hermosa. Maybe like midnight, but then I feel like they're even doing construction and right. you've missed the fucking show. <laughs> So, yeah, there's no good time to get yeah. there. So what I try to do is, uh, like, I will try to go early. I'll try to, like, finish this up with you, and then I'll probably try to, like, you know, have a shower, get ready, and sort of go out early. And if I'm there a couple of hours early, I'll have a think about it. Yeah, it's a great area. And right? Stuff. It's a nice yeah, place. It's awesome you know. down there, yeah. Yeah, it, that, so that's fine. But I'm not one of those people who can risk going late. Because if you – there is, I think there's a point you can, where you can miss the traffic, but you have to go so close to – you have no fucking it up time. No. Anyway, people don't need to hear this shit. No. Um, so uh, I was watching uh, the the World Cup uh, football and I've been watching the ads in between uh, the football and a lot of them are for foods. And there's one food that I'd like to ask you about. Um, Taco Bell, they're a Mexican Mexican restaurant, American, well, Mexican-ish. that, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure, <laughs> Mexican fast food. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a fast food restaurant. And uh, I think people have probably heard of Taco Bell. Uh, they've invented- Have you eaten there? No. Never? No. Okay. I have a, a certain degree of self-respect. And uh, no, this is why I ask. I don't eat a lot of fast food. What you would because I'm vegetarian. You don't look like you eat a lot of fast food, right? Well, it's the vegetarian thing mostly, though. Most places don't really have yeah, good I don't know vegetarian. What, I guess stuff, yeah, no. Right? You'd probably have to get a cheese quesadilla, and that's about it, probably. Right. So, which brings me to Taco Bell. They have just invented something new. Their latest thing that they're telling the world about is a thing called a a, a quesarito. Now, what that is... Yeah, because I don't even fucking know right. that Well, is. it's invented for a start. <laughs> like, it's not... As far as like, I can tell... that's not a real word? Not a traditional Mexican <laughs> meal. See, what, what the Americans have done with uh, Mexican food is taken it and made it better. Because uh, this is what their t- uh, twist is. Uh, you can now get the burrito, the regular burrito. Sure. But instead of just being wrapped in, like, uh, the tortilla, I guess, that mm-hmm. you would wrap a burrito in, right? That's what you wrap a burrito in, a tortilla, right? So the burrito is wrapped in a tortilla. No, no, it's mm. not. It's race, It's wrapped in a quesadilla. <laughs> For real? Yeah. So, so they take all the ingredients of the burrito yeah. wrapped in a full cheese quesadilla. quesadilla. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> there, that's, uh, you know, that's, they also have created the fourth meal. Do you know about that? Hang on, what? It's kind of already. I feel like you're at least one ahead of where you should be. I always feel like two to three is a good guide for meals of the day. Not like I don't think you should even be locking in three. They're on four. They've they've coined the fourth meal. Oh. It's that it's that between dinner and breakfast. So most likely it's to the audience that you speak to of who eats the food after they smoke the weed and uh-huh. all that stuff. Sure. I'm sure it is that late night drinking also, drinking munchies, that, that late night crowd. But yeah, they've right, created but the they fourth coined meal. That. Yeah, the fourth meal. I mean, because people were having that. Definitely have it. It was en- enough people had it where they were like, we got to come up with a name for this right. shit. And they fucking came up with the fourth meal. The fourth meal. Yeah. And now they have that. Well, I think that's. I think your quesarito might be really targeted to your fourth meal. It's probably a, that's a fourth it, meal. I, I don't. Who was making like? Who didn't think that going to Taco Bell in the middle of the night was a bad enough decision? Who's like, <laughs> look, no, I'm no, guilty no. of it. Yeah, right. But like, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this would be good 
If you took one of your foods and you wrapped one of your other foods in it, that's what I want. Just double it up and charge them the same amount. Right. I I saw them one time. It scared me when I went through because they were putting sour cream on everything with a caulk gun. Yeah. You know, just so they could do it quicker. Like, yeah. And I was like, that's like, I can go get that at Home Depot and you're right. putting food in it and shit. Like, that's yeah. why I was like, I'm going to dial it back on Taco Bell. <laughs> and I was never a big Taco Bell fan. I, I just. They're they're nasty, but I um and right now too I saw a commercial. I want to say it was during the World Cup. That was at least here in L.A. Big Macs are buy one get one free after like eleven or ten or something like that. Right to compete with fucking Taco Bell's fourth meal, man. Well, then there's another. Then there's like I don't know if it was like Burger King or Wendy's or whoever. Like you know one of those other you know companies is doing a lot of uh, at the moment about. Uh, McDonald's don't care about like what you're, you know. Oh no, it's, I think it's Taco Bell again. I believe it is. They've got some yeah. sort of like breakfast thing where like they put. <laughs> what do they have for breakfast? <laughs> well, what is it? Oh, so I think their <laughs> thing is like that McDonald's because they're having to go at McDonald's in the ad, it's which a also is so fucking weird to me. Is like that your ads aren't enough to tell you about what they're doing. They need to like pick on their nearest competitor. Like, that would be like me coming on this podcast and just be like, and just like, Mark Marin won't. F- fuck you, <laughs> yeah, Mark Marin. Fuck you, fuck you Mark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I think what they have is they have some sort of breakfast sort of muffiny thing, or like maybe it's a breakfast tortilla again, probably, you know, right? But they put like the sausage and the hash browns in the, like, you know, in it. And they were having to go at McDonald's for the fact that you have to buy your hash browns separately. Like, you know, as if that would be the... Like, if you couldn't, like, buy yourself... So the, the combo was just a sandwich over right. here. Yeah. You're like, well, you know what? I could put a hash brown in a McMuffin if I needed to, right? Like, no, no, I don't want those extra calories. No, no, our burgers please? come with fries on them. That's, I just, you I don't have to just buy love that. The, no, we, we're going to put them in the burger. Oh, on the burger, yeah. Yeah, that's what... We don't want you to have to do anything. I yeah. mean, it's really one of those... I mean, it's... It was like, I find the thing that they, that having a go at another company, like, I just love the idea of like, you know, the Burger King or the Colonel just coming on the ad and go, uh, so we've got a bucket of chicken for six ninety nine. by the way, I fucked Wendy. I fucked Wendy. She's totally loose. I wouldn't buy, I would not buy stuff from Wendy. I, I would love to see Colonel Sanders just on a white background, walk on the set with a bucket of fried chicken, just walk up to Karen and be like, Fuck Ronald McDonald, and then walk, and then just walk away. That's it. And then they can put a graphic up: bucket of chicken, six ninety nine. <laughs> it would be the best goddamn commercial ever. People would buy the shit out of that horrible chicken, right? Just because of the ad. Oh my just god! Just because of that. Um, there's also an ad that's playing uh, for I can't remember who the soccer star who's in it. It might be Lionel Messi, but it's like a Head and Shoulders dandruff ad. I Have seen you seen that? that? One. No. <sighs> Maybe it wasn't him, but anyway. But like one of the big soccer stars is in like a Head and Shoulders. It's probably either him or Ronaldo. I mean, it's not Ronaldo. It's probably Messi. Then Messi's the shit, though. Yeah, but oh, he's an amazing player. Come I feel on. Like, well, here's what I'm gonna say: is Go I ahead. feel like. Maybe I'm being snobby here, and I don't want to like disaffect anyone out there who suffers from dandruff. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like he's a gl- like these are the glamorous stars of the World Cup soccer. I don't feel like they should be shilling for Head and Shoulders. Well, it's not herpes. 
I mean, and more people probably have herpes than dandruff. Right. But Troy Palomalo does it for... I, my guess is these guys probably don't even have dandruff. They're just like, how much are you going to pay me to fucking tell? Sure. What, what's your shampoo? It's for dandruff? But surely isn't there better things? Like, isn't like, you know, Tiger Woods is like selling expensive watches. Tiger Woods, needs, his, like- Tiger Woods needs to pay an ex-wife. So right. he's doing whatever the fuck he needs to do. I, Tiger Woods is going to be selling fucking bliss sticks and all the chapstick <laughs> down the line, probably, to pay off that fucking shit, is my guess. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It is head and shoulders. I just feel like... The world suffers from dandruff, Will. I mean, maybe, maybe, it has to. you know what? Maybe I'm being mean spirited. <laughs> you know I mean, like, maybe it's. You're just, you're just lucky to be a beautiful human being, man. Right. Some people suffer from dandruff. Some, some people suffer from dandruff. Maybe, like, hitting a soccer ball, particularly, maybe it, like, actually results in you having dandruff. It could. I mean, it could, right? You That's know, like chafing on your head that a lot of other people aren't getting. I will tell you a nasty fucking story that could. relates to soccer. Uh, so I have a, I have a twin brother. Um, and we used to play. He was the brother. We played soccer all the time. We played. Uh-huh. We used to play indoor soccer during this the, is, the by winter. By the way, this is adorable for our story. <laughs> you know what I mean? like that's twi- right. I had twin boys. Twin boy. That is like. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it really this is. This thing is like. It is. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, we during the winter we uh-huh. would play indoor soccer, and back then it's a, a while now. It was that old cheap. Uh, like indoor outdoor green turf ah, you'd sure, see on people's sure. patios yeah. and shit it wasn't artificial anything yeah. like um not the modern stuff exactly artificial turf is yeah. nothing like that sport text and yeah. shit they had which was really just plastic carpet that's it green yeah. plastic carpet. terrible yep yep and these places we played in were so old i mean they'd been around for 10 15 years never changing that carpet uh-huh but we used to slide tackle on the carpet all the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And my brother started fucking itching one day. And my dad's like, what the hell's the matter with you? And we're, we're sixth grade, so we're a little too young to get crabs from a girl or some right. shit like that. My dad's you, like, I love that you say a little too young. Yeah, a little too young. Like a little too young. <laughs> Seventh grade, it could have been more believable, maybe. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> sixth grade, and he's like scratching and itching. My dad's like, what's going on? So he takes all of us to a dermatologist. Uh-huh. And my brother had body mites, which oh. are basically body crabs sure, yeah. um, from the fucking turf that they had never replaced. So we had to like de-louse the whole fucking house, oh. dude, wash everything. No, I remember no one was allowed to come over and spend the night. And then everybody on our team had to go get this shampoo and shit. <laughs> they had to tell the place like, hey, yeah. man, hey, you um, guys need to fucking replace your carpet. <laughs> no soccer tonight. The arena has crabs. <laughs> That's crabs for real, dude. That's what it was. My God, it was so well, old. that's another adventure. So Carol's crabs, which is more I like. Word. I can't get over this goddamn Carol story. <laughs> it just keeps giving, for Christ's sake. All right, so um, before we finish, because we should yes. finish up in a minute. Um, uh, before we finish, you were going to tell me the result of the amps. You had a. Mm. You were going to finish the result. So the educate I didn't smoke weed, and I remember a guy came to us and he said, "Look, I'm going to give you some weed." And I, uh, I grow it in my backyard. And a kid on our team went, and we were like, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't go get in a stranger's car. We're in another country. Mm-hmm. We don't know if I ever see you again." He's like, "I'm doing it," and he drove with these people. Mm-hmm. This kid came back with a fucking baggie of the greenest weed I had ever seen in my life, and I didn't smoke it then. I wish I had. I didn't smoke it then. But the education I got on 
you know, marijuana on, we went to the red light district. And I mean, I was 16. I, I had sex for the first time when I was 15. Just for the record, was there no adult supervision at all? There, this there was, we had a, <laughs> we did. We, we had a guide. We had a guide. Right. Who, and this dude hipped us. Like, we didn't know about the the gangs that followed individual teams. We didn't know about the violence. We weren't, we, uh, we didn't know uh, anything about that. Uh, and he taught us. Uh, the first time I ever even heard a curb sandwich long before skinheads and all that shit here in American history X movies was over there. They told, he told us that a lot of times they would grab someone, they would put them on a curb, kick the back of that. We're like, our eyes are just like, what? You know, we're now we're like, well, you just turned a fun trip into fucking scary shit. They told us about the Chelsea football club in Scotland. They told us about the Chelsea smile. He called it. And he said that what they would do is they would hold a guy, like hold your arms and legs and they would slice the corners. You're mm-hmm. shaking your head like mm-hmm. you know this shit. Yep. They would slice the corners of your mouth and then punch you in the balls. Mm-hmm. And when you scream, the skin on your face tears. And we were like, there's no fucking way that's true. And I'm not kidding you. Within the hour, we walked past a guy and all of us saw him. And it was just scars. And we were just... Trance. I mean, we were just tr- in a trance on this guy, staring, watching him walk by, like, "Oh my fucking god!" Uh huh. Then they took us to an Ajax game, and we were in Holland, and we went in, and I, I, I can't even get over it. So, this guy and girl were a couple. They were they were rooting for the other team, mm-hmm. and these Ajax fans grabbed the dude. He was talking shit, and they, th- I mean, mega stadium. They threw him down concrete stairs, like. Like he was nothing. And his girlfriend started running her mouth. And right behind him went her. And we were like, oh, my my fucking God. Uh We were scared to death. Like that's Uh when when we were like, oh, you guys are like fucking crazy over this goddamn sport. We had had no idea. You know, because over there, we're just trying to play for a fucking trophy. You guys are like throwing people downstairs. You're cutting faces. Like he's like, these are the gangs that follow these teams. And we're like, oh, we just have gangs. They don't really like, you know, they don't go to a, a fucking Kansas City Royals game and start fucking people up. Maybe LA is a little aggressive here. But the red light district. You know, those gangs, though, at the end of the year will hand out certificates. <laughs> because even in a gang. <laughs> you guys got third place. Right. Man. Yeah, good, good year. Like you threw a woman down some you stairs. Get- I mean, that's. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it was frightening that was a good night for you you didn't Ow. have like i mean you didn't have no. some no, i was but, like you guys are rooting for ix right yeah right. yeah I-I-X. yeah i mean two people I-I-X. down some stairs yeah. and uh look you terrified some american children oh man scared the fuck out my oh, my favorite moment in the game uh-huh. was uh a guy on our team his dad had just sent them some money and he went and bought 10 nutty buddies you know what nutty like ice cream cones oh okay from the vendor and he's sure. he's got them all in his arms and he's like hugging them okay uh-huh. i'll never this is this is one of the funniest things i've ever seen a guy do it so a guy sitting next to us another fan just like looks over at him looks at us and sees what's about to happen and he walks over to him and he just stops and stares in his face and the kid's looking at him and he just takes one nutty buddy out and the kid's got his arms full he can't do shit they just look he just holds it and he waits a moment he looks at him he's like i'm just gonna take this right here <laughs> <laughs> and he walked away and yep. took that shit dude. yes you are good move <laughs> good fucking move oh uh, well it's been a pleasure to have you on mate man um, thank you so much well, for having firstly, me i appreciate it I, I, some 
people may not have heard of it yet. They should have by now. Uh, the Crab Feast, which is your podcast. Yes. Uh, which is fantastic. It really is just such an excellent, excellent podcast. Thank you, man. Um, that means a lot coming from you. I mean that. There was a recent episode with Jen Kirkman, who's a re- you know, regularly does this show as well, who people love, that if... You know, if you like, I always think if you're trying to go to a new podcast, like go and find someone that you like already who's like a guest on the podcast. It's a good episode to leap in. Most podcasts you don't need to be hearing in order. You don't have to go to the latest episode. Go and find something where you're like, yeah. you know, I'm on a Steel Saunders podcast this week. I love Green Guide Letters and I'm on uh, Todd Glass's podcast this week. Uh, so if you've never listened to those podcasts and you like this podcast, go and listen to that episode or find someone. You guys have amazing Yeah, Todd on, Glass so. has come on a couple times. You've been on uh, and you've done our live one. So, yeah, it's... Uh, that was fun. We did a live show in... Yeah, uh, Bridgetown was so much fucking fun. Yeah, which I, I remind me, this is an off-air story, but I started to tell you a story before we started this that I forgot to finish, okay. which was yes, what, what yes, happened Yes, I know exactly what you're in, talking uh, about. Bridgetown. Yes, yeah. So, uh, by the way, that's a bit of a teaser. When Shane Moss is back uh, next on the podcast, I'm saving a story. Uh, because I know how many of you love Shane Moss when he was on the show. Uh, Shane Moss and I have a shared story that, um, unfortunately, he's broken his like feet. I saw. Yeah, yeah he's. Yeah. Uh, what did what did he break his ankle or something? Yeah, well, he's like literally done this like amazing damage to like his feet. For, he fell hiking. Anyway, it's his story to tell. But he's like he's had been off his feet for three months. He can't work. It's Jesus. like it's a really big deal. So I would. Oh, I'll give his uh, Netflix special a big plug. If you're yeah. somewhere where you can watch Netflix, you can uh, watch his special uh, for free, which is brand new. Or if you're in a place that doesn't get Netflix but you want to support support Shane, it's available for less than five dollars. Pretty much everywhere that you can buy comedy albums. So he's M-A-U-S-S, Shane Moss. And um, I'll put a link up anyway. But uh, enough about him. Tell me what uh, you're up to. Tell me where, you know, where pe- people can find you on like you know, Twitter and Instagram. And- yeah, on Twitter, Instagram, Ryan Sickler, uh, ryansickler.com. My dates are up there. Thecrabfeast.com. We come out every Tuesday. Um, I will be... Uh, July 21st, actually, I will be here in town doing a show. It's called the Goddamn Comedy Jam. Josh Adam Myers is hosting with his band, uh, LMNOP, and it's Bill Burr, Joe DeRosa, me, Jay Larson. Wow. You do your time up front stand up, uh-huh. and then you do a song with the band at the end. Awesome. Yeah. It's, what song are you going to do? Uh, I picked. I picked, I don't think Hank done it this way by Waylon Jennings, which I see a lot of similarities in the country music world they went through as to comedy, especially when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, uh-huh. oh, holy shit. But uh, they also made me throw out another one, and it's uh, Sail On by Lionel Richie and the Commodores. <laughs> it's the best divorce song ever. Best divorce song ever. <laughs> So um, I'm doing that, and then um, right, so that's that's what our coach is going to be singing, <laughs> singing in the singles bar at karaoke when Carol's like, dead. after Carol's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, August 29th, I will be up at Bridgetown at the Hollywood Theater. Jay Larson and I are coming doing a crab feast stand up show, and then August 30th, Seattle at the Highline. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Um, if you like this podcast, rate it on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast and uh, you know share it around to people. We always appreciate if you do that. Uh, we are going to be doing a live TOEFOP at the uh, LA Podcast Festival. Charlie's going to be involved. Uh, guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony, is going to be involved. So that's the first time that Charlie and the guest Charlie number one have 
done the podcast together in the one room, so that's going to be Charlie's really back for that. Yeah. So we're, we're, oh, okay. Yeah, I know the I know the the deal. So right. he's really back. So we've, we've just done a few recent episodes. In fact, um, uh, I think we'll have put about five up. We recorded eight while I was at home for a week. He's been allowed back on the show. Oh, good. But we can obviously only do it just when we're in the same place. Although, to be honest. <sighs> Anyway, it's probably not a story we should get into this late in the podcast, but it's the first time we've done a podcast since it happened. Um, some newspapers in Australia have started taking things that I say out of the podcast and put them in the newspaper. Out of context, I'm sure. Well, I mean, you can. Well, the truth of it is that even if they try to represent a small amount of the thing that was said. So in this example, I told a story that happened like in November or December last year. I told it like a week or two ago because I wanted to give it distance between when the thing happened and... So it wasn't news, you know, and it was just me telling a story about it. Anyway, a little thing. This, they took those comments out of the podcast. People don't know what a podcast is. They don't know that no, Dave and yeah. I talked for another 70 minutes on that and we had like a four-minute conversation about that. So, of course, it's out of context because it's out of the context of you know that everything I say in this podcast you can take with, you know, that I it's a comedic it, podcast right and also that everybody knows that there's exaggeration and there's riffing and there's having fun in the context of what it is you know and what we've been able to do in podcasts for so long is have these amazing conversations because the audience has been in a trust relationship with us to go you know what like we'll support your thing and we love it because you say what you want to say and you talk about what you want to talk about and it's not you know, nobody's pulling their punches or, you know, pretending to be who they're not because they think they're going to get in trouble. And the minute that, like, news organisations who don't do journalism anymore because there's only three of them and a monkey in an office these days. You're right. But, like, I'm going to go to podcasts and just take things out of context and beat them up into clickbait news stories. It's like, it's, I don't care because, you know what, if I say something on this, I'm happy to stand by it. I, yeah. give, I give a fuck. But sometimes I have guests on here who have a broader like comedic career or like more things to protect or just aren't like like me and don't give a shit and it's harder then to convince them to come on and have some fun with you when they worry about the fact that someone's going to write about it in the newspaper now maybe that was inevitable maybe that was always going to be part of this but it's shitty because it was fun that we could have those conversations with those people you know yes now maybe it won't stop it maybe people will just be like fuck it we like your podcast more than we give a shit about what they're you know, saying in the newspaper. So here's what I would say. Spread the podcast around. Hell yeah. So that we don't have to worry about that That's shit. That's right. Let's make our shit bigger than their shit. Yeah. Our shit is bigger than their shit. Right. Yeah. And you know what? It's about to be heaps bigger. Maybe yeah. that's the problem. Maybe the problem is that they know that no one's reading newspapers anymore and people are coming and finding this sort Gotta of go shit. go find online trash. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so... Uh, we're going to do the LA Podcast Festival. That's the good news. Yeah, we'll be there. I'll see you there. Awesome. That's unreal. So, well, see, there's another reason for people to come. Like, there's so many good acts. If you love podcasting and the vibe at that festival is like the best thing. The audience there are amazing. They're, they, they are amazing. They are. The, everyone is so involved in it. And um, yeah, if and even if you think you you don't know what even if you don't know what podcasting is and you think you like these people come you you be you would be happy you did and the other thing is you get to see them jam together like the That's thing right. that you see is you will see people going on di different shows like or a show will be going on and there'll be other like comedians and podcasters in the room and interacting or it's 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 really fun and you get to kind of see some podcasts maybe you haven't 
uh, you know, listened to before and that sort of stuff. Anyway, so I'm going to do some quick plugs. Um, I'll try to put up all my dates at willanderson.com.au uh, just so people know. But I'm doing a bunch of gigs around LA in the next couple of weeks um, in the lead up to going to Montreal. Then I've got uh, like four nights in New York. I'll put all the dates there. You can find them if you're in New York and you want to come and see me do some shows. Then I'm in Montreal for Just for Laughs. I'm doing all the Australian shows. But the one I really want to plug is I'm doing my hour-long show, Illuminati, on Saturday the 26th, I think it is. But obviously, that's the first time I've ever done my hour show in Montreal. So it'd be nice if people came. So if you're going to come and see that show or if you know someone in Montreal and you'd like to send them along, uh, that would be absolutely awesome. Uh, oh, and I'm going to Edinburgh. Uh, for Edinburgh people who have been asking... Uh, uh, from the 8th to the 18th of August, I will be there. I'm not doing my own show. I'm just going to come into town and do set list and prompter and fan fiction and do some spots and stuff around town. So I'll post it all on the website. Heaps of other gigs later in the year, but that's heaps of plugs at the end of the podcast. You got to plug your shit at the top, man. I love how you guys do that. but We're I'm, there for the comics, man. Yeah. That's no, what it's all about. No, it's good, man. I, I like that. But I, here's what I hope. I think people stay till the end and they also know that quite often I start doing the plugs about 20 minutes before the podcast finishes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it weaves through so many other stories and so it reminds me of so many other things. That I was like, literally, if you sometimes, if you, if like sometimes I should start doing the fucking thing. Yeah, I should do it at the start because I still would only get to the last one by the end of the, the podcast right. anyway. All right. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for being part of it, mate.